The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. The Masculine Journey is live today from the Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Kernersville. We would love to see you. We got Vinny Menino out here. We got Dennis Breeden. We got Sam on the phone. He's in Virginia today. But welcome, Sam. Well, thank you. We are live from uh, Randolph Mason College in Virginia as well. And so we got a really different topic this week. We know we talked about forgiveness a number of shows back we did it on lots of different things but the question today which is a little trickier and we're going to do it with this middle eastern flavor you know because background music (laughs) is how do you forgive god what a what a strange concept for a lot of folks but maybe it's a chance for us to be real with one another is do you ever get mad at god and how do you go about forgiving god and what exactly is that like and i imagine there's a lot of folks in the Middle East, dealing with all the terrorism and the refugee issues and whatever that are a little bit mad on God. But nonetheless, Sam, it's it's a topic that's been on your heart a lot lately, right? Yeah, it really has. And it really came from the lifetime I had with God and really trying to search on why I struggled to trust him more fully and just kind of opened my eyes to this topic quite a bit. And so we've got a We've got a clip, you know, if, if you're finding a little trouble relating to that, really mad at God, Matt, you know, how does that feel? What is that exactly like? Well, this clip comes from the movie Bruce Almighty, and Bruce had just lost his job, and he was in some trouble, and he has this conversation with his wife about what it feels like to be mad at God. Thank God you're all right. God, yeah, let's thank God, shall we? For his blessings are raining down upon you. Wait, that's not rain! Bruce, please don't do that. You know that everything happens for a reason. That I don't need. That is cliche. That is not helpful to you. The bird's hands were two in the bush. I have no bird. I have no bush. God has taken my bird to my bush. Oh, I see. So, so God is picking on you? Is that what you're saying? No, he's ignoring me completely. He's far too busy getting Evan everything he wants. Oh, that's great, Sam. But you missed your target. I'm over here! That's a dog. That's a dog's fault. No, it's God's fault. You gave him the wrong coordinates. No, no. Are you just not being such a martyr? I am not being a martyr. I'm a victim. God is a mean kid sitting on an anthill with a magnifying glass. And I'm the He could fix my life in five minutes if he wanted to, but he'd rather burn off my feelers and watch me squirm! Sweetheart, I know that you're mad. It's completely understandable. What Evan did was slimy and wrong. But this day could have been so much worse. I'm just glad you're okay. Okay? Newsflash! I'm not okay. I'm not okay with a mediocre job. I'm not okay with a mediocre apartment. I'm not okay with a mediocre life! Sam, it sounds like he wasn't okay. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like uh, at least he was in touch with his feelings there. You can't say that he wasn't authentic in it. And that so, was just the thing I was thinking about is, is how real is that? You know, he was authentic. and, and uh, But, Robbie, what, blasphemy there, man. 
was that blasphemy that he was he was upset with God and well, that's a great question, and, and, and there are some people that would certainly feel that way. But if, if you turn to the Psalms, you know, there's plenty of examples of this in the Psalms. In fact, some people say Psalm 44 is specifically um, about a group that was, you know, angry with God. It was the, you know, the sons of Korah. And if you pick it up at about the 10 verse, it says, but now you desert us and shame us. You don't go out with our armies. You put us out to fight with our enemies and those who hate us tear us to pieces at will <laughs> and, and you read on in the 104th psalm and you can see that you know this was a conversation that obviously these people were being authentic with god that things weren't going in necessarily their way what is that i'm wondering what you're thinking about that Vinny. uh like you said right from the beginning robbie this is a tough uh, subject but uh thinking about it I could remember when I was a young fella, when I got very angry at God and didn't forgive him because he took my grandfather from me, who I adored. But I didn't know too much then because I was only about seven years old, five, six uh, maybe. And there's so many prayers that we all pray at nighttime or daytime or whenever that are not answered, and I think deep down inside of us that maybe, maybe we're unforgiven. But that can't be true because God is all forgiven as far as I'm concerned and the way I see it. And maybe that I'm angry at God because he's not doing what I'm asking for. Uh, but I don't give up. I keep on asking him for guidance and to be merciful to me uh, and my family and hear my brothers on this show. Uh, as Robbie said, and I'm going to repeat it for the second time, this is a tough uh, topic to go with here. But it is a topic that everybody should think about because there is some merit to uh, what we're talking about here today. Well, so we've got it. You know, that was a clip that we had from Bruce Almighty and sort of, you know, culturally he was one way. And then it gets back to this idea of what does that look like, you know, with, uh, you know, if people within the church, what is it like when they get mad at God? And we got this clip from a movie called The Apostle and we can hear maybe a little bit more religious person and how he yells at God <laughs> and, and get a sense from him. Hey, Speaker, my wife, it's still my church. That's a temple I built for you. Hello, I'm yelling at you because I'm mad at you. I can't take it. Give me a sign or something. Blow this pain out of me. Give it to me tonight, Lord God, Jehovah. If you won't give me back my wife, give me peace. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give me peace. Give me peace. I don't know who's been fooling with me. You are the devil. I don't know. And I won't even bring the human into this. He's just a mutt, so I'm not even going to bring him into it. But I'm confused, mad. I love you, Lord. I love you, but I'm mad at you. I am mad at you. So deliver me tonight, Lord. What should I do? Now tell me. Should I lay hands on myself? What should I do? I know I'm a sinner and I once in a while, woman, but I'm your servant. Since I was a little boy, you brought me back from the dead. I'm your servant. 
What should I do? Tell me. I've always called you Jesus. You always call me Sonny. What should I do, Jesus? This is Sunday talking now. And so, <laughs> wow. yeah, that's somebody that's, you know, it might be a psalmist right there. He's, he's letting God have it, Dennis. He may be. You know, I was attending a church several years ago during a time, Robbie, in my life where I was having some difficulty. And I remember the pastor at this church, he was given a message one Sunday morning and he said, you know, I think it's okay. Well, we got to go to a break. <laughs> Sounds like Dennis. He was saying it's okay. When we come back, we're going to hear what Dennis has as far as some more ideas along this line. Right now, we're out here live. We'd love to see you coming out to the Middle Eastern Christian Festival, 1292 Wicker Road in Kernersville. We'll be here till 5 o'clock tonight. Come join us. we got more Masculine Journey coming up. Call to action today, the line of fire, the Christian Car Guy Show, and yes, even Truth Talk Live. Coming to you every day, every week on the Truth Network. And you can experience this mobile. That's right. Your smartphone can get smarter. Just download our Truth Network app and listen to all your programs there and share and learn about my brand new book, First Words of Jesus. It just entered the pre-order season. The website for that is firstwordsofjesus.com. Let's vote Jesus, King of Christmas. Christian Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Kernersville, North Carolina. And uh, we are live here with Vinny Menino and Dennis Breeden. And Sam is live in Virginia. And when we left our hero, Dennis, he was sharing with us about this pastor's message about people being mad with God. So pick it up where you left off there, Dennis. I remember him saying that day, uh, you know, it's okay to get angry with God. He's big enough to take it. And I was sitting there, and there were some things that were going on in my life, and I thought, what did I just hear Dr. Bill say? That I can get angry with God, and that's okay? That I can uh, that I can plead my case to him about what's going on in my life, and it's okay? Because I'd never heard that before, that that was an okay thing to do. And I remember about 18 months ago when I was uh, had a particular issue and crying out to God, don't, don't let this happen, you know, and, and just speaking to him in that way. I do think God is big enough to take that. I do think that he appreciates the fact that we're authentic and we're transparent with him in our relationship, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's it's better than not addressing it at all. You have some pretty good thoughts along this line too, don't you, Sam? Back to me was, you're still still mad. I said, still mad? He said, about what? 
he said about your dad. And thinking back to a 12-year-old me when my dad had a stroke and was essentially taken from me, there was an agreement that was made back there. There was an agreement towards God in anger that needs to be broken for me to be able to trust God more fully. And so, you know, he, he took my anger well for many, many years, even though I didn't know it was there, and also helped me see it and will help me eventually break it. And, you know, that's something we all can do, really, is, is first of all, we got to admit that there's a problem. Yes. And, and we got to get authentic and say, you know what, I, don't, I really am angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, 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 I myself just struggle right there to say, is this where that anger really is? I'm, I am just really frustrated thinking, God, you could have changed this situation and you didn't. And, you know, just trying to find myself there in, in authenticity. We have another clip along those lines. And this one, you know, I can't help but see the irony in the clip because it's from the movie Patch Adams. And Patch is played by Robin Williams. And this is a scene where Robin Williams' character, Patch Adams, is strongly considering suicide. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure as Robin Williams was playing this particular part out, he was, you know, it was his own story to an extent. Now, I need to share in this clip that he is standing on the edge of a cliff and he's kicking rocks off and it really looks like he could go off any second. And he gets really frustrated with God. And when he turns around, you're going to hear the music change. But when you hear that music change, what is actually happening in Patch Adams' life is he's seeing a butterfly. Mm-hmm. And this butterfly is just flapping its wings and he realizes that God is speaking to him. And then as you hear the music changing, the butterfly actually engages Patch Adams, comes on his finger, and then, and then flies away to Patch's pleasure. So take a listen. So what now, huh? What do you want from me? Yeah, I could do it. Both know you wouldn't stop me. So answer me, please. Tell me what you're doing. Okay, let's look at the logic. You create man. Man suffers enormous amounts of pain. And dies. <laughs> Maybe you should have had just a few more brainstorming sessions prior to creation. You rested on the seventh day. Maybe you should have spent that day on compassion. You know what? You're not worth it. So you, you can hear in Vinny there that, um, you know, he's 
he's thinking on these heavy-duty things of life, and all of a sudden he turns around and here's a simple butterfly, and he sees the magic in that. You know, it only takes a moment to make a moment, and in that moment for him, he saw something in God. And, and I know you've had a moment like that in your own life, Vinny, where everything changed because God reached out in your pain and touched you. Yeah, I did have a, Actually, Robbie, I had a bunch of them moments. Uh, the latest one is God's uh, take. Well, I don't know if it's God taking my eyesight, but there's something that made me angry at God. And I still pray every day and every night. Why? Why did you do this to me? And I finally am realizing that, yeah, God was teaching me a lesson. I am seeing things that I didn't see before, being blind, in a different way, in the way he wants me to see things. Uh, Yes, I'm suffering, uh, but I'm dealing with it, and I pray to him every night, every day, like I told you. I just pray to God, and I will never stop praying to God, but... Being blind doesn't mean that your world stops. He has a way of grabbing you and putting you in the proper places, like this ministry, like my wife, who is also blind, and she's taking care of me. And I look at, look at her, whatever I see, and I say, how is she doing this? You know, and I think it's love of me and I think it's the love of God uh, and, and Sam there, I guess if you can get to the point where you can admit you have the anger and that, that, that struggle to even see that I'm really angry here is a big part of the issue isn't it? It is you know I think that when we're honest with ourselves and we're honest with God and we go back and we ask him to peel back some of those layers it will often find some resentment, some anger, some feeling abandoned by God that the enemy wants you to feel so that he can distance that relationship. You know, it was similar when I was struggling with some of the things that happened to me as a kid. There's this place I had to cross the road where I wondered why God didn't protect me. Well, God was there with me. He was just crying along the way. You know, and when I could see that with his eyes and he let me do that, the anger, the frustration, the abandonment was gone. And I think that that, God loves us so much that he keeps coming after those things so we can break those deep-seated agreements that really keep us from walking that intimately with him. Robbie, I want to pose a question to you. (laughs) Because you have had had so many experiences in the time that I've known you with with cancer, with having your leg crushed, with falling out of a tree and almost dying. Surely there was a point in time where you said, what's up, God? What's going on with all this? Do you want to use me, or is it just time to go? You know, did you ever find yourself being angry with God in some of these situations? Oh, that's a, that's a great question, Dennis. I, um, you know, not many times do I speak of the, of the abscess that I had in my brain. And during that time, it's probably I was closer to death with that one than any of the others that I... You know, I may have been close to death with cancer. I wasn't feeling it. But I certainly felt it when I had the abscess in my brain and I was losing consciousness and I was going back and forth and I was in intensive care and all that kind of thing in the hospital. And it was it was that time. And during that time, 
I had a red pen. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's kind of an interesting thing. That red pen, when I see, that's I use that red pen to write in my Bible with in that time. And so to this day, it's like a testament to me. And I, you know, some of the Psalms were, um, and I couldn't tell you the number of the Psalm, but I remember there is a specific Psalm that says, my wounds fester. Mm-hmm. And that was, I was, I had a, um, a staph infection in my brain, and so my wound was festering. And to say that I was in tremendous pain from it would be an understatement. And and me working through that and searching for him, the only, you know, you get so angry, you got nowhere else to go. I mean, what's option B? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and option B wasn't there, so it was God. And so I found myself there struggling in the Bible right there. And all those passages in that Bible are written in red for me. Mm-hmm that any time I go back and I'm looking through that Bible and I see those red passages, I know that's where the struggle was real. That was where it was really on and where he really came through as a butterfly for me to show me that no matter how bad it gets, the answer to prayer is him. He's in the midst of that. He is there ready to hold your hand, ready to... to, um, you know, say, well done, good, faithful servant. However that works, you know, he, he, he wants to be there with you. If you at some point just go, okay, <laughs> I don't understand all this, yeah. but I'm with you. I struggled with that greatly last year when when things were going on and then my car blew up and we'd had so many situations in my life and I ended up at the rescue mission in Winston-Salem. And I thought, I got there, and I don't know if it was anger or just sadness or just all of the above. Is this what it's come to? I can remember crying out to God, is this what it's come to, that this has to happen in my life? Couldn't you fix the car or something I, and, and let me move on with things? But God has, God has something going out ahead of us that we don't always see, that he's preparing you for something else down the road. And, but I think still in those emotions, in those feelings of being angry, that he can take that and use it for good. He can, our relationship with him can grow because of our authenticity, because we're transparent. And like Sam said, he already knows that, but he still wants to hear from us in that regard. And, and we just walk that walk together, and it's been a tremendous blessing to do that. So the question that we were posed at the beginning of this broadcast, and again, we're live out here at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival, but the question was, how can we forgive god and sam can you kind of give us a process there as people are listening what would you say is the process there i think it starts with robbie just going to him trusting that his heart is good even though he may have some um hesitation but just say god okay your scripture tells me that you're a loving father and i need some wisdom here and when god opens your eyes to those agreements that you've made you know, using the Holy Spirit to unveil them and Jesus to help you break them, as part of that process is inviting the Trinity into that with you. It's hard for you to go in on your own and break an agreement. You have to be a part of the process, but Jesus is there with you doing it. And that is as simple as saying, I, this is not true. God did not abandon me. God did not forsake me. God did not uh, fail to care about me, whatever that might be. And peeling that back, and if you have to do it time and time again, until that no longer has a hold on you. You know, I think a lot of times when Christians hear this topic, they do feel like, well, God shouldn't need our forgiveness. And it's not about God needing our forgiveness. It's about our need to forgive God 
for something the enemy has blamed him for that we've agreed with. And so when we release God and what we do is we release our own heart to love and we can be with him. So we got to reach out and we got to break that agreement. Yes. That Satan would love to get a hold of and say, oh, well, you know, God is not who you think he is. You know, it, and so that's that's great wisdom. We want to thank everyone for listening to the Masculine Journey radio show today. Of course, you can go to the podcast and listen to any of our previous shows. We've got a boot camp coming up in November. You can find that at MasculineJourneyRadio.org.